Hi, I'm Fabian Coulthard. Hi everyone, welcome to Inside Supercars. Shane Van Gisbergen from the Red Bull Holden Racing Team here. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Well, Matt Stone, it's the end of 2020, and uh, whenever you decide to, you know, expand your team, put a lot more costs into your uh, into your business, you probably want a bit more assurity than what we've seen in 2020. Ah, oh, yeah. Look, I mean, 2020 has been a year that you know will go down in infamy in uh, no matter where or who or why you uh, have been around this year. But certainly for us, look, I mean, it's if anything, it's given me confidence in the ability of our sport and our industry to adapt and and take on what has been a global challenge and, and you know, come out of it uh, on par with, uh, you know, and, and surviving and, you know, like hopefully setting ourselves up. Still, you know, we've, we hit the pause button, we're back up, we got back racing and now we're looking to the future and we've got our TV deal and et cetera looking good. So, look, from my point of view, uh, it's, COVID's a part of life now. You've just got to deal with it and carry on. You can't stop, like we all tried and it just, uh, it's impossible to do nothing, so you know you got to carry on, and this is what we do, and what we uh, will continue to do. Gary Jacobson joining the team this year. Um, how did you see his integration into your operation, and were you happy with how that went? Yeah, look, I mean, it's always, um, you know, the first that, that that new relationship between an engineer and driver is always something to, uh, you know, that, that, can, that can take a bit of time to develop. Um, and you know, like we obviously are running a very rookie program this year with Gary and his. Second year, first being with a different team and, and the two boys sharing and drive. So, but we never really were, um, you know, we probably would have liked to have got a few bit better results in the championship wise. And, you know, there's certainly quite a few weekends that got away from us, um, this one especially. Um, so, look, yeah, look, we would have liked to have a bit of a better run this year. But all in all, uh, we're just happy that we were able to race it all and, um, you know, that we can carry on and, and get ready for next year. What do you think has been the the learning and the benefit for supercars out of what you've done with the Superlight program? Or has this year been so different that that perhaps isn't going to be able to be understood until a more regular season? Yeah, look, it's an interesting thing. Like, I still have a lot of faith in the concept, but um, for me, it's something that doesn't, it won't necessarily be a part of our program every year, but it will always be a part of our program. Um, and, you know, for me, really, if we are fortunate enough long-term to expand to three or four cars, then, you know, then it would become a reg regular feature because uh, I look at it now with um, both Zane and Jake, who I feel have done a great job and, and, you know, both deserve the opportunity to have their full season next year. Um, and, you know, like if we were able to accommodate that, that would be fantastic. So the Superlight thing, I think, from our point of view, personally, everything we set out to do and we, we see it as a great success. Um, so it will definitely be a, a feature, a regular feature on MSR, but not necessarily every single year we go racing. And, uh, yeah, we're yet, yet to determine the exact makeup of next year, as is the the nature of this time of year and the silly season, which is uh, yeah, sillier every year. So, you know, we know what we want to do and what our plans are, and we're just trying to facilitate them as at the moment. When I spoke to you at the start of the uh, shutdown, the e-racing the e was kicking off. When we get to the end of the year, you've got an e-racing product, which was extremely successful. You have now a new television deal and some solid plans about Gen 3 um, and a championship completed. It, by a business measure, at the higher level, at the at the supercars level, you, you must feel it's a, a very solid year. 
Yeah, look, all things considered, um, I think, you know, like I said, the, the Supercars management team adapted well. Uh, the teams all banded together to, to make the changes that were necessary to ensure our sport had a future. Um, and now if we can keep that mentality travelling forward over the next few years, you know, I can see the future being very bright. So, yeah, feel that, that the way we've reacted this year fills me with confidence moving forward and, you know, the fact that we were able to secure the... The TV deal in a in a manner that that is uh, fitting for what for the product we deliver. Um, you know, it, I feel that you know we should be a a strong sport. There's still certainly some uh, bits and pieces to iron out, and Gen 3 will be a huge part of that. With you know making the cars uh, more relevant to what's on the road, and you know hopefully getting some more more diverse models in there for for the same point of relevance. So yeah, I, I do see the next few years having their challenges, but. If we can overcome this year and complete the season and crown a champion and, you know, all get to this point with the, um, you know, enormous hurdles that were put before us, then, yeah, I don't think there's much that we can't tackle. And uh, you had spoken about how to go to the the two-car team, you'd put the other championships you ran at on the back seat, you were going to build that up on the off-season. Are you comfortable where your other development categories are? Um, yeah, look, to be honest, that was probably a stroke of uh, luck more than anything with the way this year's unfolded, whereas, um, you know, supercars really has been the only uh, the only racing that is racing. Um, so, you know, we it, it fell into our hands a little bit that we had dialed down a lot of the other avenues of our team and our business and hadn't really, you know, accounted for it. Weren't, weren't, didn't have any expectations there in terms of racing and delivering and, and income and all of that. So that set us up for you know, not copping a hit in that area and being able to just focus on making making our supercars program. Like, so essentially it served its purpose. We needed to focus on our supercar program and sure we did it right. Uh, we didn't know there'd be a big hurdle called COVID come in, but it certainly helped us that we didn't have too many things going on when all that happened. And, and thankfully the one that, the one basket that we had put all our eggs in was the one that was able to keep operating. So yeah, that was a a stroke of uh, pure luck, but I'll take credit for it nonetheless. <laughs> and, and finally, does it now mean you consolidate the two-car program here over the summer, or do you look at building those other strings back in on the hope that everything else gets back to uh, some sort of racing in 2021? Yeah, look, it, it is definitely a part of our program to have Super 2 and Super 3 going strong again. Um, you know, we the success we've had with Superlight this year and, you know, really establishing ourselves as a, a good avenue for young drivers to get their foot in the door and get them into this series. Uh, for us, Super 2 and Super 3 are the, the natural progression feeder for those young guys coming through. So it definitely makes sense for us to get back into those categories. But right now, we going into next year, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of light shed on what the Supercars Championship looks like, and you know, a lot of positives there. But unfortunately, no one's quite got round to exactly what the supports look like, and you know, there's still a lot of hurdles, uh, you know, around government restrictions that you know Supercars were able to get around, not around, were able to deal with because of the size of our staff base and everyone's sacrifice, especially the Vic teams, to get on the road. Um, whereas your smaller support category Super Two teams, you know, they don't have a higher full-time staff base and they certainly can't justify months on the road so it's it's very difficult for to, to be to commit to those categories running until we know that their australia has a plan for you know COVID's not going away certainly not next year so once they have a plan for how to uh a plan and a structure around the borders that we know is reliable and we can count on and then i could see those categories coming back and certainly when that plan unfolds over the next 
four, five or six months, uh, we'll be sitting eagerly ready to try and come back in Super 2 and 3 next year, definitely. Having had such associations with the Super 2 particularly, was it disappointing not to see a Super 2 champion announced and, and crowned here? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I, I had heard uh, rumours that there was still talk of a December round. I think um, Cam's, or sorry, Motorsport Australia and Shannon's were trying to run around and Super 2 and 3 might feature there. Um, look, I, again, I don't know enough about the the state of the borders and you know well sorry I know I know a lot about them uh, due to recent months but you know it, it's 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 like predicting the weather as to when they're going to open so uh, I'm not going to try and pretend that I have the inside line there because I think we're all as, we're all just waiting to see but yeah I'd love to see a super two round yeah there's been it's been probably a decade since they've had a standalone round so I'd love to see a super two round in November um, you know I'm, I'm sure we would. Uh, even though we haven't been involved in this year's championship, we would certainly rustle up a couple of cars and, and go down there and compete should that occur. Um, but yeah, I just, I think this year might be, it just might be a bit of a, a bit too hard with the current state of the Victorian border. And it may just be a case for all of those teams that they would much prefer just to consolidate this year as the year that was and come back next year and have a solid plan to get a full championship in. So either, either scenario, uh, we certainly... Very, you know, we still support Super Two and Three, and and you know, and, and we actually think that the merging of them this season was probably just one of the better things that has happened and helped to get that category with more numbers and a better look and show and a you know a better place for all the drivers involved. So, yeah, we're definitely looking to play back in that ballpark uh, as soon as it, it as soon as it reemerges, and um, yeah, see how we go. Well, Matt, have a great Christmas, and we're looking forward to seeing you back here in February at Mount Panorama. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's I've come here many times in February for the 12 hour, but it's going to be a little bit different, obviously. So, no, I can't wait to be uh, back racing again. I'm sure by then, after a few months downtime at the end of this season and then Christmas, we'll all be itching to get back uh, behind the seat. And yeah, a bunch of rusty drivers, a few kilos heavier from Christmas ham, coming to Mount Panorama. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device, search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.